Storm Bowling Products, the Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight is Josh Blanchard. Josh bowled collegiately at both Cal State Fresno and Wichita State University. He was a four-time collegiate All-American. Josh's team in 2009 and 2010 won the Intercollegiate Championships. Josh has three PBA titles. Josh, Timberg, and Coach K. Steve Klemkin, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me on today. All right, Wichita State University, you graduated from there, but you also started your your collegiate career at a different school. So why don't you talk a little bit about that, your time at your uh, Cal State uh, Fresno there, and then also about your your transfer to Wichita, why and uh, how, and uh, also, uh, you know, what the maybe the the rationale was behind that and what your experience it was at both of those programs. All right. Yeah, I started uh, my college bowling career at Fresno State, uh, straight out of high school. Um, I am from Southern California originally, so Fresno wasn't too far away from home. Um, and at that time, uh, Glenn Carlson was the head coach at Fresno State, and I was he was highly recommended to go there, so I went there for him uh, and under his uh, coaching for two years. And uh, I made leaps and bounds while I was there. Glenn was an amazing man, uh, amazing coach, and I ended up making Junior Team USA uh, both years I was at Fresno State, so I'll give all the credit to him. Um, but unfortunately, heading into my third year, uh, Glenn passed away, and I decided to um, I decided that if I was going to better myself, my bowling career, I needed to uh, head somewhere else, and so I decided to go to Wichita State. I contacted Gordon. And uh, and I actually sat out a year. I moved to Kansas and went to community college and, and got a bunch of credits out of the way in my year off, uh, bowled internationally that year off, and then uh, I continued on for two years at Wichita State to get my degree. Um, I, I couldn't imagine going to a better place. I guess they always say things happen for a reason, but uh, I, I was I felt at home at Wichita. Um, uh, Coach Coach Lewis and Coach Vatigan just welcome me with open arms. Um, I think I help better the program as well as they help better me in my personal life. So I couldn't imagine going anywhere else than there. I'm glad that everything worked out and I was able to, to head there. Uh, especially people like you, Steve, that, that set the foreground for people like me to actually go there. And, and you, you start a scholarship there and I have one there now as well to help uh, future shockers. So thank you for, uh, for, starting that and i can follow in your footsteps hey thanks thanks for that and thanks for uh, thanks for doing it as well and giving back to the program that's one of the big things you know i think that's important for for bowling is to uh, you know for those of us who have gotten from uh some type of a program or a coach or a group uh to give back to it for the next generation and, and thanks for doing that as well yourself oh it's, it's a pleasure and i always get a letter from the students every year saying thank you and i remember writing those letters 10 years ago so in 10 more years, hopefully the students that are there now are, are passing it forward and it continues going on and on and on. Yeah, Josh, so talk about some of the, the talent that we're seeing come out of all these schools from the likes of Wichita, from Nebraska, from all the powerhouses, Robert Morris, 
I mean, you're out there on the PBA tour competing with these guys and it just has to be like, wow, another one, another one, another one, another year. And, and it's just like the competition gets stiffer and stiffer out there. Yeah, it gets stronger and stronger and stronger and it gets younger and younger and younger. Uh, in the five, six years I've been out on tour, when I started, I was the youngest by far. There was uh, Mika, Chris Barnes, um, you know, Norm. There was not very many people in their 20s on tour. Everybody was in their late 30s and 40s uh, besides uh, Jason and, and Sean Rash. Uh, but now with the likes of Jesper and, and EJ and Simonson and Francois, uh, I actually feel like an older one out there. But uh, all the schools that are out there, they're producing these kids and they're poisoning them with with not only experience, but uh, the bowling balls are getting better talent's getting better at all the universities so uh gordon and, and mark have their hands full trying to keep up with the talent that's out there which is great for the industry in general is that we have talent throughout the united states yeah there definitely is a ton of talent and, and you're working on a, a regional tournament yourself that you're hosting here and there's going to be a ton, ton of talent coming your way uh very shortly is there not yeah we're, we're lucky enough to have um a lot of talent come here and likes of uh, young talent and Cameron Weir just coming off second place in Sweden last week. Um, we have the Tang brothers will be here, uh, former U.S. Open champion Robert Smith, uh, Ronnie Russell. So we have a, a great field, Michael Haugen. Um, so we have a great field and uh, we're just trying to build up on it. Last year we had uh, 77 players. This year we sold out at 80. So we're just trying to build it up year by year and make it better and better. So talk about what you're doing. There's a lot of people out there trying to help with um, with Hurricane Harvey. Talk about what you've decided to do and uh, and how people can help you to donate some money to help people who need some help down there. Yeah, um, obviously we I can't do anything physical uh, from the state of Arizona besides sending my love and support. But financially, uh, I was on live on the Columbia page with Jacob on uh, Tuesday. We were fortunate enough to promote uh, a new bowling ball called the lit that came out on Tuesday. And we decided to do something cool where we threw a dollar amount per strikeout that we threw live on air and Jacob, uh, rang off the first 10 for 289, uh, with the new lit. So it was a great promotion for the ball. Um, but, uh, we also donated money to that. So there's a GoFundMe set up, uh, account on, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> an account set up on GoFund, uh, GoFundMe and it's under Columbia 300 hurricane relief. And that money will go to the red cross, for hurricane relief victims down in um, the Gulf area. I know a couple uh, Ebonite staffers are down there. They lost almost everything. Their bowling balls, their shoes, everything was kind of in the lower level of their house and they lost it all. So um, just to help people out like that is, is what we, the best I can do from the state of Arizona. Um, that's what we've done and we've started. So there's a link on my Facebook page if anybody wants to help out. I tell you, Arizona is probably like Utah too. If we could take some of that water, we'd take it all, wouldn't we? Oh my goodness! Amen to that. I think the wildfires <laughs> in in Oregon would take some of that too. And Montana, I know they're just going like crazy. Yeah. Hey, uh, mm -hmm. talk a little bit too about you know you've got a new app I saw on the App Store, uh, this Bowling Champ World Tour app. What's what's that all about? Who started? How did you get affiliated with that? And and just talk about that a little bit. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I got presented a little over a year ago by a company called Aquimo, um, based actually here in Mesa, Arizona. Um, I ran into the CEO um, by chance, and uh, he wanted he designs sports motion games for mobile devices, and he said it'd be really cool to make a bowling game. So we started on the venture about a year ago, 
and we designed a bowling game. And uh, we're motion controlled. It's a lot different than other uh, games that are out there, and specifically bowling games. But you use your phone uh, like a Wii remote. So you kind of use your, throw your phone forward in a, in a gesture forward. Uh, the harder you want to throw the ball, kind of the harder you flick it, and you, tur- you tilt your phone uh, as you want your bowling ball to hook. And as you upgrade your bowling balls, they have more control, more power. The pins become a little more active. And you can uh, battle head-to-head with anybody around the world at any time. That sounds very cool. Hey, Josh, back to your, your promotions of the Aquima Open and running the tournament. Do you feel that by – and I know Sean Rash has done the same thing in the Midwest. He ran an event back there in the Chicagoland area. Do you guys – does it feel, though, as a bowler – I mean, you guys know what the bowlers want for the most part, so there shouldn't be a whole lot of complaining. And, and with the PBA event, it's, it's even easier. But the promotions of it and, and getting the sponsors and stuff, does it add a whole different light to, to what folks are going through and how much of a challenge it can be sometimes to get folks on board when, when you're looking to bring an event to the, uh, to the region? Absolutely. Uh, knowing it from a player's perspective, it's easy to know what the players want. But from the fundraising perspective, the logistics uh, perspective of running a regional, uh, it brings in a whole new uh, perspective and appreciation for people running an event, not just PBA, but an event in general. The marketing that goes into it, the time, the effort, the planning uh, to get the sponsors. There's a lot of time and effort that goes into that. And you just hope at the end of the day that I I just hope I'm standing on Sunday. That's my goal. I don't know if I'm going to win or not, but my goal is to put out a fair event that is a equitable on the left and right, a high rev rate, low rev rate in terms of pattern, and then just make it a fun event. The bowlers, we bowl plenty of tournaments, but we don't have a lot of events uh, that I want to bring an event. So we have a golf outing tomorrow morning. We're starting the day out with golf. We have practice. We have pro-ams uh, Saturday where we'll bowl and qualifying, and then after qualifying, the players are invited to a dinner put on by a local league bowler. He's putting on dinner for all the players and their families, um, no, no charge. So there's a uh, dinner involved in that so that's what i wanted to bring to uh the tournament side is an event not just another uh, tournament where we're bowling for score but for people to have a good time if you don't happen to bowl well you're still going to have a good time because it's an event not just a bowling tournament well one thing's for sure like you said standing on uh, sunday you'll definitely be sleeping well sunday night i (laughs) guarantee guarantee that (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Hey, final exactly. final question I have for you, Josh. Um, you know, there's a lot of young listeners who listen to this podcast. Uh, what kind of advice do you have for them if they're trying to figure out or find out, you know, how do I pick uh, the right school for me? What kind of advice do you have for them? Um, it's it's probably the same thing most people are going to say, but I you pick the school based on where you want to see your education go. Um, you're not always going to uh, bowl for a living. I mean, there's very few of us that get are fortunate enough to do it. So pick something where you want to see your career path head, uh, whether it be business or nursing or law or, or engineering or whatever you want to do, because the bowling will be fun if school is fun. But if school is not fun and you're not enjoying your education, the bowling is not going to be any better. The bowling is not going to make school unbelievable or a better experience, money or not money. Uh, you really need to enjoy your education experience. And um, I actually wish, if I could go back in time, that I wish I had another year of school without bowling because there's a lot of things I missed out on in school, um, projects and activities that I didn't get to do because of bowling tournaments. So um, mm-hmm. I think picking the right school based on what you want to do with your career. And it changes over time. Some people go to go to school thinking they're going to do one thing and it changes a year or a year and a half later. And maybe you're going to change career paths and maybe change schools. And that's all right. But as long as you're going to school, 
for what you want to do, then bowling's going to follow you and you're going to be happy with it. Awesome. So for all the best of luck, Josh, with your event this week, and I'm going to try to sneak out there and, uh, and catch some of the action. Like you said, all those names that are going to be, there's going to be a fun, very competitive tournament and, um, and all the best of luck with everything. And, um, and we hope to catch up with you later on down the road. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on today.